Okay, we're here with the very first segment of the podcast of New Jersey and Stuff with Julie and Bev, two opinionated Jersey girls with a lot to say. So starting right off, since this is, uh, what, the third week in August, and kids are supposed to be going back to school, um, I'm going to call this episode Back to School, period, or question mark. That's a good one. Thank you. So, you know, normally we'd be out buying all the supplies. I go to the drugstore. I go to Target. I've never seen all the school supplies still sitting on the shelf with collecting dust because nobody has any faith that we're going back to school. Um, I do want to start out by saying that I do agree with Donald Trump that they should build a wall. However, they should build it around the state of Georgia. That's funny. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> they're idiots. Oh. Did you see what they're doing in Georgia? You have to say yes. You can't just shake yes. your head. I know. They're just go back to school, well, no testing, no masks. A lot of places. A lot of places. A lot of places. Um boggles my mind right so here's the issues okay first of all bev you are a public school teacher tell us about the school you teach in what grades they are what grades are in your school okay so i uh i teach in a an urban district and i teach fourth and fifth grade in an elementary school which has which grades pre-k through eight okay through eighth grade yes about almost a thousand kids, students in the building. In your classroom, do you have air conditioning? No. No air conditioning? No. How about the windows? Are they open? The windows open, but the heat that comes in from the playground yeah. sometimes is unbearable. Right. But in New Jersey, just so you know, there's no law about how hot it can be in, in the classroom. There's a law about how cold it can be. It can't exactly. be a certain temperature. Right. but you could be in a 138 degree classroom dying and there's no law against that. There's a bill sitting in Trenton. <laughs> oh, okay. Nobody wants us to sign it. Now, your kids are grown. Yes. You have grandchildren, but they're too young to go to school yet. Yes, yes. I used to be a public school teacher and I have a son who decided to take the semester off of college because all his classes were going to be basically online. He doesn't do well taking classes online. Right. And he didn't want to do it. And frankly, I agreed. I didn't want to pay for online, you know. And the schools were jerking us around for a long time, not saying what's going to happen. As is happening in New Jersey, you know, where in mid-August, you know, we're really not sure what is happening. Some schools are saying, you know, we're doing a hybrid. Some schools were going back. Now Murphy changed his mind and said, you can start if you want to as all virtual. And some schools that had initially said they were going to go back to school are now saying they're going to do all virtual. The school district where we are, which is Hawthorne, 
um, is still saying they're going to do a hybrid. They're in the high school. They're saying the kids are going half a day. Uh, they don't eat lunch there. They take the lunch to go home. Good. Um, I agree with that. They go half the school goes Monday and Thursday. The other half will go Tuesday and Friday. Wednesdays nobody's there. It's like but an I, A B A right. B schedule. But what I heard was that the teachers. Um, regardless of the days they teach, have to be in the school, even on the day they clean the school, which is weird. Um, but, uh, you know, and I think it's because there's a lot of, you know, a lot of teachers did the right thing. A lot of teachers, and, and under extreme circumstances, taking care of their own kids, having to put together lesson plans that they never planned for to be online. They had already planned for it to be in classroom on an emergency basis. And a lot of them did a spectacular job. And then some, some of them dropped the ball completely. They were unprepared. Mm -hmm. They were not trained. They didn't have the right equipment. And frankly, they were going through their own stuff at home, just like all of us. Um, so, you know, the idea, I guess, is that they're being monitored, you know, but if they're in school, even when the kids are virtual, that administrators can make sure that they're working. Yeah. What do you think about that? I, I mean, look, I'm a veteran teacher. I want to be in the classroom. Mm -hmm. I don't know any, and you know many of my colleagues. I talk to them all the time. We don't, this is not great. Mm -hmm. to be sitting in your house in front of a computer and getting the kids to get on and call in the parents and engage in these kids. That's not what we want. We want our classrooms, but it's just not safe. That's, in my mind, that's it. As simple as it is, it's just not safe. Right. And until they can guarantee me that, I am not going to get sick, my students aren't going to get sick, and my colleagues aren't going to get sick, I don't think it would be worth it. Right. I wouldn't want, as it was, I had a student in that, that was hospitalized with that Kawasaki. The mother was a nervous wreck. Mm -hmm. I, when I didn't hear from her for those few days, I didn't know what to think. And uh, it was pretty scary there for a while, but I wouldn't want one student to get sick one teacher to get sick right and then you know in my experience what happened we had um my husband has twin boys one is uh very high on the spectrum with autism goes to regular public school high school and then one is severely autistic um spencer spencer who is severely autistic literally had no school i mean it was yeah. I, I mean, I was calling up the district and, you know, saying he is being denied his legal right to an education. It, it was that bad. Yes. So we have to, this is what I want to do. We have to accept a couple premises here, all right, to solve this. Because I'm sick of watching CNN and everybody talking in circles about, I know you don't want anybody to get sick. And we know we don't want to send our kids to school when they, if they could get sick. And we know we have to do these things so they won't get sick, right? But I don't think the government of New Jersey or any other place currently in the United States is taking this seriously enough in terms of 
what actions need to happen in order for us to get back to our lives, most specifically school. And, you know, if we think we had a lot of protesting outside before, wait till we get to October and we haven't had school. And the it's parents, not like they didn't have time. Right. Because and the they parents, knew in yeah. March. No, they knew. They knew in March. Yes. They could have started then. They could have started maybe with the ventilation systems. They anything. You know, it was maybe it was wishful thinking, but at this point, you know, we can't count on the federal government. We have to do things by our state. And that's the way it's going to have to be. We're going to have to completely shift priorities, completely shift allocations of money, and it's going to be hell, but that's what's going to take. So let's accept these a couple premises, all right? This is what I want to say. Okay. All right. First premise is anybody, kid, adult, even people who had it potentially, can get COVID and can spread COVID. There is nobody immune from COVID, all right? There are certain people who are more vulnerable to get severely ill, right? If you have a respiratory condition, clearly this is a respiratory disease. This is going to be very bad for you. But the premise number one is everybody can get it everybody can spread it and that's based on what that's, julie where, where are you getting is this coming out of thin air that you come to no, that conclusion because what are you basing it it's on? fact it's a fact right oh, everybody can get fact. it everybody can spread it the second set of thing set of circumstances that we have to accept is one there's currently no vaccine nope now I hope we do get a vaccine, but even when we get a vaccine, we don't know how many people will use it. We don't know how well it will work, whatever. But I do believe in the science that we will eventually get, a, like polio, like other measles, like we've eradicated, we will get to the point where we will have the correct vaccine. But that could be two years from now. The other thing is that we have to accept is that we do not have anything that resembles a sufficient amount of testing that is required to do anything in our lives, as most especially school, to get back to some kind of normalcy. And the kind of testing I'm talking about is daily testing. Rapid. Rapid daily testing. Yeah, testing where you get the results right away and you and there's enough tests. Accessible. Accessible. You have it every day for every, I mean, not nothing like we have now. Nope. Every single day, every single kid, every single person is able to get tested and you get the results immediately. Okay? Think of it as a pregnancy test. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like that. Two minutes, you got the results. Exactly. Okay. So we have to have that level of testing because if we don't have that level of testing, it's not going to happen. Eventually, like I said, I hope we do get a vaccine and maybe we get to the point where that's enough. So these are the premises we have to start from. And yet we do have to get back to something that's normal or we are going to be in deep trouble. Exactly. You know, we yes. will not forget no school. We won't have jobs. We won't have money. We will be in a depression. We will be like in a very, very serious situation. Um, and it's, it's terrifying. So 
that's, you know, given that information, given that that's what we have to deal with, right? And if we could do something just for New Jersey, right? Forget the rest of the country. I mean, clearly it has to be a national plan because people travel. The other thing I wanted to say is, by the way, we have to accept the idea that we're not going to eradicate uh, COVID in the next couple of years. No. That people are going to get it. But there are ways that we can manage it. So we have to accept that a certain amount of people will eventually get it. And hopefully we have better uh, things to help them. And we are able to see who has it, quarantine them, you know, isolate the problems as quickly as possible with that kind of testing. But a lot of people don't accept that. Right. So what is it that we have to do? And what can be done between now and two years from now, let's say in the next two years, and if it was just the state, if you were governor, okay, what, where would you take money from? And where would you put it on? Where would you, um, what would your focus be? What would be step number one? That's what I'm asking. But everything you said, everything you said, starting with the testing, we, we can't do anything unless we contain it. Okay, so let's say, how are you... How are you going to put kids of all ages right. in a building right. when we don't even know what's going to happen when they open up a restaurant and let people go inside? Okay, so we're, How in, do we know? we're in agreement that opening the schools in any way without proper testing, and when I say proper, I mean daily, you, what I just explained, is... is it's a disaster waiting to happen, okay? So we're in agreement on that. It's a disaster, and it will cost people lives. And frankly, you know, I agree with the teachers and the teachers' union saying, being the adults and saying, we are not going to put ourselves and our students knowingly at risk for something that could kill them or their families. You know, who could live with that? Right. And, you know, and, and maybe the fact that it hasn't been such an outbreak among school-age children is because the schools were closed. Because the schools have been closed. Yeah, right. wait till they, so, they right. open. It's so, a disa- it right. is going to be a disaster. It, any schools that open, it's just going to be a terrible, terrible but it's, situation. But it's just it, it, what I'm seeing on, you know, NJ.com, News 12, is the hatred and and the, and the comments that are coming out against teachers, like somehow this is our fault, mm-hmm. and you know because I, they say, all right, well, like grocery store workers are essential workers; they have to go to work every single day, they have to wear a mask all day long, and they have to do their job so people have food to eat, right? And they say, why aren't teachers essential workers and putting on the masks and things like that? What's your answer to that? My answer is that when you usually go to a supermarket, which I still haven't done myself, Mm -hmm. the interaction that you have with the cashier, first of all, now they have a plexiglass, is maybe five minutes. You're you're moving up, you're putting your your groceries there, you're you're paying, and and there's no interaction. Right. But in school, I'm going to have in a room... Maybe, well, I don't know how many 
students. It's like it's like for five six hours. You guys, the teachers might be the grocery store workers, but imagine going into a grocery store and being locked in there with the grocery store workers <laughs> for five hours. Okay. Like, okay, when you go in the grocery store, you're going to have to stand next to this grocery store worker for five hours. Right. And then, you know, there's... There, Without proper there's ventilation. There's a whole other show. Because what we, the teachers, have so many unanswered questions that are not being addressed. Okay, so, you know, we are expected to protect the students at all times. Let's, yeah. let's just say there's a bomb scare mm -hmm. and we have to evacuate. Okay, what if there's an active shooter? drill we have to have them i'm supposed to huddle with the kids in the closet these kids we have to hide in the corner honestly I, as sick as this sounds i mean i was thinking when they were ta talking about this at the democratic national convention uh about you know gun violence and 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 uh, gun violence in schools specifically it's like well at least we haven't had gun violence at schools <laughs> during this pandemic you know because nobody's in school um, we ha they haven't been targets, but I th I think Julie, what you're to to respond to what you said, it, it's all going to come down to money. Federal dollars have to help the states because New York and New Jersey spent a lot of money. But let's just say, setting the PPE for the hospital workers. In, okay, in so March. And so April. let's say we ha let's say are we going to wait till January um, till January till we get the money? I mean, basically. We will have to wait that long. Trump isn't giving the money to the states, so we, this, the governor, should be straight with the parents and the teachers and everybody else and say, "Listen, there is not going to be school until we have the dollars and the ability to have testing, testing every single day." And that won't even start until January. And by the way, it's still going to take another few months. So you might not have school at all this year. I mean, we have to start facing that fact that we might not have school at all. Like, forget October, forget November. It, we're not going to have school at all. Because even if we get the dollars in January, it, we won't have the testing available. And you want to know the screwed up thing? The thing that's so messed up is people who have money, people who have kids in very expensive private schools, mm -hmm. the schools that don't have, the teachers don't, aren't in a union, and they have access to whatever they want, they could make the kind of school that they want. They could make a school that had that kind of testing every single day, that maybe did a hot, they could do a hybrid, but maybe they couldn't do it every day, they couldn't go full time, but they could have a school and it be safe because it is possible it just takes money exactly so. there we know look if you put that i don't know what it's called merv something mm -hmm. filtration system mm -hmm. okay but i don't even have a filtration system in my classroom because i don't have air conditioning but if they were to start implementing some of these safety measures i think a lot more teachers mm -hmm. i would be more apt to, to go in if they were um, mandating masks, but some schools are not even saying the kids have to wear a mask, and parents are up in arms over the fact that their kid might have to wear a mask. I, I don't get that. I, I think if it were me, 
who were gov- who were governor, right? First of all, <laughs> Could be. We, it, first of all, you have to level with people and say, you're not going to have school this year. You might have some remote, whatever it is, but there's not going to be school as we know it is not exist will not exist this year because we're not going to be able to get things done and in the absence of the federal government providing dollars we are going to have to reallocate money to start on our own we're on our own i mean every state is on their own so where are we going to take it from what are we going to do well like here's the deal if we're not on the roads right we're not going places anymore. People are getting uh, refunds from their insurance companies, okay? So we're not putting money in public transportation. We don't, we're not putting money, uh, we have like, there's less accidents on the road. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of things that have changed because of how things are, right? We don't have school buses. We don't have uh, janitorial staff. Let's say we don't have school, we don't have janitorial staff. So there is money to be had. Right. And we're going to have to say, you're not going to keep even schools. They're not going to keep this money. They're going to have to reallocate some of that money that was going to be used to, you know, do the do the lights for the football games and all the sports activities, which are not happening. Like every penny has to be looked at and say all of this for this school year is going to be reallocated, starting with the schools and what money that they're not using. Then onto a larger scale, um, you know, things that we spend money on, like road repair, like, you know, public transportation, and on and on and on, and that are being affected by this, and we're not using the money. So let's not just, like, hoard the money and say, hey, this is a windfall, so now, now in two years we're back on budget. No. All that money has to be poured into, within the state of New Jersey, employing the people who now have no jobs to make tests. That's what's going to have to happen. You're going to have to take all that extra money and you're going to have to do that. Second of all, the kids, I think this school year is ridiculous. I don't think kids should be held accountable for having to learn or do any of this I mean not that it shouldn't they of course we should try but this is a lost year it really is it's a lost year for these kids and the parents can't do it they have two kids they have three kids what are they going back and forth between each kid I mean they're trying to work at the same time and like hang on to keep their jobs I mean it's as uh, somebody I was on a Zoom call with at work said, you know, he has a, uh, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old, and trying to work at the same time and doing school. He said it was a shit show yeah. in his house. It, it okay, is. so that's not going to happen. So everything has to be reallocated towards that. We have to employ people in New Jersey. We can't wait on the federal government because even when we wait on the federal government, they're not. Even if we get Biden in, they're not sworn in till the January. 20th of yeah. January. And then once you ramp that up, we're just not going to have the production. And by the way, never again should we have our lives depend on PPE from China. Yeah. That should only be made in the USA. Things that we need to survive uh, diseases have to come from were, here. But... but, but that it makes sense. It's almost like 
common sense. You th- aren't they thinking about that? I mean, we got Hoffman LaRoche mm-hmm. and and uh, well now it's a medical university, yeah. but I mean, we could be doing those things already. Already, we have to make our schools like hospitals. They think. I I really believe I I like Murphy. I like him as a governor. I think he's done an excellent job given, you know, everything that's been thrown at him all at once, walking a tightrope, but enough with the jerking us around. I'm sorry. You well, have to level with people. He's trying, he's trying to, to appease he's trying the to parents. Please. Yeah. The t- and, you and, can't. And, don't, and, and I'm so tired of hearing about the teacher's union is bullying and has him... Uh, in their control. I'm the teachers union. Yeah. They represent me. They are looking out for my health and safety. Well, the reason the teachers union is so strong is because you don't have any other union that is, has a, a population that is filled with the most educated people in the state of New Jersey. Yep. I mean, the, the majority of these people, everybody has That's a bachelor's degree. <laughs> everybody has a master's degree, okay? Nothing's getting over on these teachers, no. all right? They're teachers, right? right? That, that's their job, to be, you know, educators and to do the right thing. So nothing's getting past them. So, you know, you want to pull one over on uh, some, somebody else, some other kind of union, go right ahead but not the teachers union they're too smart thank so you that's what you know that's what it is and um and it's irresponsible i mean jesus if you like Julie, wait if you have to i know but people are going to continue to blame teachers and you just got to ignore I, it. I do i don't engage because i just don't. and and the parents i'm just telling you be prepared because the parents are going to get pissed they are going to be at home with these kids. They're saying to themselves the same thing I'm saying to myself. Like, I'm at home with two autistic kids. I'm like, one of us is not coming out of here alive. <laughs> you know? So let's, We're going to kill each fund, other. Let's give more money towards child care. Right. For, for those but, but for who? But, for, but for who's going to do child care? Well, there's child, there's daycares that are open right now. But see, but that's, that's what they're the comparing same. it to. They own, they are only allowed to have a small amount of children in yeah. their, in their facility. So yeah. there's so many comparisons, and people don't have all the facts, and you know the blame game, and you know everybody's in their corner, and it's either black or white, and everybody just refuses to just. See, no, we have to have. You know? There has to be a think tank, and yeah. people have to be creative, and we have to, and we have to address. You know, we have to address this. We have to address the people who are at home, who need to work, who can't work because they have kids, and we can't let people starve. So, we, and we have to put people to work, and we have to find somebody to watch the kids. You know, it might be it's older. A call. It could be whoever thought it could be older kids watching younger kids. Right. You know, yes, it, in in the same field, and maybe paying them. If you live in this, you know, if you're in the same household and you're 17, you know, and, you know, maybe you could do a one-to-one with, you know, certain age groups within your own household and get reimbursed 
from the state of New Jersey for that so your parents can go to work. Or if you don't have a younger sibling, you know, maybe on a one-to-one -one basis. And here's a way to put students to work who are now, by the way, you know, going to be at home a lot, which means a whole host of other problems like mm -hmm. increased drug use, teenage pregnancy galore. I mean, these kids will do... The only thing that stops teenage pregnancy, in my opinion, is supervision, honestly. Because <laughs> without supervision, they would be screwing like rabbits. That's, that's the fact. So we're going to have a lot of unintended consequences, oh serious God. ones. Um, wow. You know, but you have to think out of the box, and we have to reallocate things, and we have to stop playing games and pretending. It, you know, but Julie, if the state could focus on those things if the federal government did what they were supposed to do. Well, we can't and count it, on the gov federal government. Somebody maybe needs to just open their mouths and just say to this guy, look. Nothing's going to change till January. because the, Not even with Congress, huh? No, because the Senate wow. is holding up everything. Yes. So not, all this fun, nothing's going to. Look, are we going to get a check for $1,200? Yeah, maybe. Are they going to give people on unemployment another six months with an extra $300, yeah, maybe. It's not going to solve the problem. We have to treat ourselves as the country of New Jersey, mm -hmm. right, and do it for ourselves. And and Murphy has to step up and be the, you know, the president here yeah. and make very hard decisions that are not going to be popular. Everybody's going to have an opinion. Oh, they're Everyone's killing gonna, them already. They're killing them, but yeah. we have to do it. Yeah. We have to do it, and we have to take money from one one place to put it somewhere else. You know, we only got one pot of money. Nothing else is coming, but we still have to do something, and we have to be creative about it. And I think there are things that we can do in the interim. Um, I mean, believe me, right now I would completely get rid of uh, the uh, perform care, care management organization, all that crap that they spend millions and millions of dollars on that does absolutely nothing for mm -hmm. kids with disabilities. I mean, there's a lot of a lot money. Of waste. There's a lot, a lot of, waste. of waste. There's a lot of money, you know. And hey, how about something else? How about every state legislator forgoes their salary? Mm. Oh, boy. For, for one year. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. I mean, we're all pitching in here, right? <laughs> yep. I mean, every penny counts. Yeah. Every penny counts yes. in these days, okay? Yeah. You want to know what it feels like not to have a job? We'll take your paycheck. And then you can know, too. And you know what? That might light a fire under your back. Yeah, because these people are making decisions and they have the, don't have the same experience. No, they don't. That they're making these decisions. They don't. Until everybody's back to work, right. you're not back to work. I mean, oh. you're working, but you're not. Yeah. You're going to work for free. No, they got to do something. So that's essentially, you know, that's it in a nutshell. Because we're talking, in, all we've done is talk in circles. And if Murphy doesn't want to do it, we got to get somebody who does want to do it. And I think he can do it. I just think he's got to stop being the nice guy and stop trying to please everybody, you know, because it's not happening. No. The teachers aren't going back. The kids aren't going back. We're going to have people getting sick. And you know what? Nobody wants that on their conscience. Nobody no. wants to know that they went back and they caused somebody to get very ill or pass away or something. You know, it, it's just... It, 
who would do that? Who would do that, really? So we have to uh, accept things that are hard. I mean, and I think, I don't know if all of America is ready, but I do think that people in New Jersey are... We're very divided. Are, it's we're very, divided, but I think hard. we're ready. I think we're ready because you know what? It's going to be a depression. Once we get into the state of a depression then people are going to start taking this seriously. Let me just tell you this. I, this freaked me out a little. Just uh, the other night, there was a uh, on the news about one of the towns, Kinalon, I think. Mm -hmm. The parents, there was about 30 parents that were protesting because they're mad they were going remote. They wanted their kids to go back to school. And the fine, that's their right. And the, they interviewed this one parent, and the mother said it's her right to put her child at risk. So I, I, I just like I, I just couldn't believe she said that. It is her right so to put like, her child at risk, but she can't put other children at risk right. and she can't put the teachers at I, risk. I it's know, not but, your but right to do that's that. That's the mindset. I mean, if People we are, had a gas leak have, in a school well, building, we wouldn't let the kids in, right? But here's the thing, Deb. we got to stop the finger-pointing, and we got to stop the blaming. Exactly. Because you know what? Parents are desperate. I understand. They're desperate. I they're get desperate. It. I get and they're it. not being selfish. They're like, oh, you don't care about your kid. Or you just want to get rid of your kid. Or you just want to da 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 You want to have, you know, sit at home and do nothing and not have to worry about your kids. Well, you know, stop. we got to stop blaming each no. other. Totally. we got to totally stop blaming each other. We can't put each other at risk. But we got to think out of the box. And if Murphy can't do it, somebody else has to do it. We have to think of ourselves as our own country between now and basically between this August and next August. Sad and true. let's focus on getting our schools back for the year 2021 school year we're going to be back to normal only when it's safe when it's safe and and it will be safe yes. because we can make it safe yes but let's we start can't, we can't make things safe and make things happy for right, everybody right because we have we have to we have to get this this virus under control and all right so maybe he'll listen to our podcast okay and get on the ball and uh you know you and I are both willing to be on the uh, think tank task force. Oh, absolutely. Or they can just listen to this show. And um, I'm sure this topic is going to come up about uh, almost every time we talk. Of but course. we'll be back okay. soon enough. Well, thank you very much, Bab. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.